how how is your day good just starting just starting we're in the process of moving so because we're moving to our new place now so we have to be out by um this monday so we have like all week we had like all week to move so we're in the process of moving everything over to the new place so it's it's been quite busy the last week and uh actually last weekend we went to a curtain uh in town and it was so much fun man it was it was a blast okay yeah it was a lot of fun you are searching the new name uh, um, how are you feeling in that name jigyasu is it okay i love it you know what's interesting is uh i would say like my first guru my first teacher out here like in yoga i guess in a yoga way of thinking was uh his name is jivasu And so I thought, oh, it's kind of neat. It's so close to and every time I saw his name, like I just felt like a connection to it. So the genus is really neat. I li- I like it a lot. Okay. Jigyasu you- means uh, it it means the person who is uh, trying to seeking means it's just like a seeker. You can say in English it is um seeker. The person yeah. who is a seeker is called Jigyasu. Jigyasu Yeah, I love it. I it's I love the I love the name of it. it. Sounds it sounds perfect. And the definition is definitely correct. <laughs> How was your week? Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm good. It's evening time in India. Yeah. Um so whole day already finished. I did near about 3-4 class today. I oh, wow. busy to some um, local people. I went to some temple I went to some village area I I went there and I collect some young people and I try to give them asana class and after asana I give them little bit some motivation like uh, what is life why we born in this world what is the purpose of this life how the problems comes to our life and how to face properly many many of us they only face the problem and they become you know stressful nowadays young people there are lots of confusion they don't know which side they go they they, they go in right direction or wrong direction they even they don't know what is right what is wrong So right. I motivate the young people in about 30 40 minutes and I take some question answer from them today I enjoy a lot because I I listen lots of you know very uh, uh, lots of curiosity from the students they want to know actually very few people now uh, ready to listen the young people now parents or teachers they want to listen what they want to listen they don't want to listen what students want to talk they only want to listen what they want to listen right very true did you got my point yeah yeah that's right you only hear what you want to hear and you're not listening yeah. to what they're actually trying to say yeah yeah very simple way we are just trying to impose our dream our thoughts and our desire to the students mm-hmm. 
parents are now not parents now we are becoming the businessman simply dealing with the child we are giving you these these things you have to return in this way becoming number one in the class becoming best person in the world just by this way you return us otherwise you have no no choice <laughs> so, that's right actually i wouldn't mind even uh maybe we talk about a little bit about that um in a podcast because i think it's a very good point um because it, we're all trying to figure out how to be a good parent right and uh i wouldn't mind diving a little bit deeper into that um into that way of thinking with you um but we can worry about that on another podcast we'll carry we'll carry on with uh, the sutras here yeah so today we'll continue so let us start uh, with one prayer simple prayer om chanting so join your both palms together back straight neck straight take a deep breath inhale Let's pray to the divine give us the energy give us the knowledge to speak to discuss all the positive things if i commit any mistake forgive by thinking it's my mistake let's study some universal truth let's go and dive towards the deep knowledge of yoga gently rub your both palms both palms on your eyes let me massage your eyes your face with smiling face and you open your eyes and come back once again welcome to this podcast myself pradeep so i will just recap whatever we discussed last time so last time we discussed about the what will happen if we practice yoga the first point i discussed tadadrashtuhu swarupya avasthana if we practice yoga slowly slowly we will come back to our nature and our nature is the soul or the consciousness about our original nature that we are the human we have the soul we have the intelligence we have the mind we have the prana uh, we have this body so this kind of consciousness the deeper consciousness will develop and we will be free from all the duality all the negativities all the confusion the clarity will comes to our life so yoga is very very beneficial and we also discussed if we not practice yoga we will be vritti sarupyam itaratra we will move here there with all the flickerings of our mind our mind will make us disturbed and we will be always fluctuating will our life will be more miserable we will suffer more and more so yoga is a very good study to improve our human life especially our animal life 
will reduce we will comes to the normal human life and then slowly slowly we go towards to to become a great human then superhuman and finally we can become the divine being so yoga have a acceleration process it is a very um, very nice process or a system to improve slowly slowly step by step from animal nature to the divine nature and also we discussed how to control our mind or our chitta our inner being how we can control how to control the flickerings or the fluctuations of our mind so patanjali gave, gave us a very nice sutra we call abhyasa vairagya abhyam tan nirodha we want to nirodha we want to control our chitta vritti that can be controlled by two things one is abhyasa regular practice and vairagya the detachment from the negativities so that abhyasa if we do if we cultivate some good practices regularly it give us a very solid foundation we call drida bhumi there is three steps in practice how we can make how we can build a solid foundation the first point is regular and second is continuous for long time regular long time and third one is positive attitude so if we regularly practice for long time with positive attitude that practice give us a very strong foundation in our yoga life and simultaneously we have to do the vairagya where which is called the detachment from the negativities that also in three ways one is visaya we have to detach from the different subject of our senses just like the eyes want to watch something so that view is a subject or visaya for the eyes our ear want to listen so that sound is the visaya or subject for the ear nose want to smell so that smelling is one visaya for nose tongue want to taste so that taste is the visaya so we have to bring back our senses from that subject or the visaya so not listen not watching not smelling not tasting we have to detach from that subject many of us maybe we talk it's not possible but by practicing regularly it can be possible slowly slowly step by step maybe we can come like this way if we are so much attached with watching movie let's come back to the good movie to the inspirational movies and then slowly slowly reduce the movies and one day will come we will be free from watching the movie but maybe beginning it's very difficult so we can segregate we can reduce from the negativities come to the positive 
then slowly slowly from positive we will slowly slowly become neutral so yoga will bring you back slowly slowly so today we will talk about the different types of practitioner i will come there but before that i want to tell more points on the detachment or vairagya the first one is detached from the subject and then we have to be bitrushna we have to be free from that object for um, we have to be detached completely otherwise mind will bring you again and again for example today your teacher is in front of you you may be not eat so much but if there is no teacher your mind will bring you back again and you will eat more so mind will take you again and again so bitrushna means you have to always try to be completely free from your sense objects and the last point is basikara basikara means you have to completely master over your senses your mind is going here there want to eat that want to listen that want to smell that so you have to bring it back again and again again and again and finally you make it master over that so when you cross over these three points it it leads you completely detachment so these two things you have to do abhyasa and vairagya this can help you to realize your own nature so this much we discussed last time today we'll discuss more the result of this detachment if we detach and if we practice the good things and control over our senses what will happen you will get the purusha khatir guna you will come back to understand that you are the soul you are the purusha in sankhya philosophy they are talking about purusha we are the part and parcel of the supreme soul so that purusha nature will come back and in verse number 17 it was called when he realized that i am the purusha or i am the soul that state of consciousness is called sampragyata samadhi sampragyata you will understand you will realize your own nature and that time you will have no tarka that 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 time that state of consciousness you will have no feelings of argument you don't want to prove anything you will be free from all argumentative things means if someone talk you something you not fight with them you not ready to um, show that i am this i am that means you no no feeling of proof that you are good or bad the argumentative nature will be remain silent you will not feeling more argumentative and second is vichara your thoughts will be very positive you will not thoughts in negative way your thoughts will be good 
Sometimes you will be free from all the thoughts. You will remain in the nature of soul. So no argument, no thoughts. And Ananda, you will be remain in bliss. And Asmita, you will have free from the egoness. You will not live with the ego. Nowadays, it's very, very difficult to be free from ego. These three letter E-G-O, it makes many people problem. So that egoness will be go away when you are in the cons in the higher consciousness that is called sampragyata. You will remain in the nature of soul. Rupanugamat, you will be free from all the form. You're not thinking about oh, I am black, I'm white, I'm from this country, I, I I'm I'm this, I'm doctor, I'm engineer. That the form of your this human that will be not comes to your mind. You will be free from the form or the shape of this life. Means you will be free from argumentative, means no argument in your life. Second, no thoughts. Third is you'll be remain in bliss. Fourth is asmita, no ego, no highness, and no form. And, but here have the impression, you may be in that higher state, but you have the impression that you are from this country, you, are, you have some impression of your past action. But if you practice this regularly, slowly, slowly in future, by practicing some points, I will discuss in next verse, Shraddha, Birya, Smriti, Samadhi Pragya Purvaka, you will slowly, slowly become, uh, will go to the state of awesome Pragya, the Samadhi. You will be completely free from all the impressions. If you have the belief, Shraddha, in yoga, if you practice yoga regularly with belief, with faith, with trust that yes, by practicing yoga, I will be realize my nature. I will be free from all the duality of my life. That sraddha, that faith will take you up. And birya, if you control, if you regulate your inner energy, that we call celibacy, if we control over the celibacy, if we maintain the celibacy, it will bring you up. And smriti, if you, if you completely mm, introspect your memory, many of us, what we are thinking, we never rethink about that. So memory is very important in our life, what we think, what, what we talk. So memory is very important. We have to introspect our memory regularly. And high concentrate force means we have to do meditation regularly. And then 
profound insight. We have to sometimes self-study like what we call in yoga, Swadhyaya. Regularly we have to check what is our progress, how we are going towards our goal. So these kind of points, if we follow slowly, slowly, uh, we will go towards the self-realization and that is called awesome prajnana samadhi. We remain in the nature of soul. We have no impressions of this samskara or this material life. So this is a very high level practices, but we can go, we can go step by step in yoga we call. If you have tipra sambega, if you have very intense desire, if you have, if you practice yoga very intensively, you will reach that self-realization state very fast. <clears throat> if your speed is slow, you will reach your goal later or it will take some more time. But if your practice is very intensive, you will reach a little bit more faster. So according to this, there are three levels of sadhaka or the practitioner according to Patanjali. So Patanjali talking in the verse number 22, there are three levels of sadhaka. One is murudu, second is madhya, and third is adhimatra. Murudu means the beginner or who practice very slowly, slowly, very simple way. And the second is madhya, means the intermediate or the medium speed. And the third one is adhimatra or we call the advanced level of practitioner. So now the question coming, if I not practice regularly like this way, what can I do? Can I practice yoga? Because many of us nowadays, most of us, very rare to become like this, means regular practice, long time practice with positive attitude, no, um, not very much uh, intensive. So how we can practice? So potentially giving the another sutra or another formula that Ishwara Pranidhanadva we have to completely surrender to the Ishwara or to the Divine God. If you cannot regulate your life, if you cannot follow the, the above principles given by the Patanjali, he gives us very simple another formula that is called Ishwara Pranidhanatva. We have to completely surrender to the God or we can call as Ishwara. Now many of us, now they are giving question mark when the name of God comes. So Patanjali giving in next verse, who is the Ishwara? He's talking about the God, or we can say the divine, who is the God or Ishwara. So Patanjali talking, Klesa karma vipaka asaya paramastaha purusa visesaha Ishwara. 
he giving the definition first point klesa iswara who have no klesa no problems in their life second point karma who have no action who is not bound to do some action but we people are bound to do action and the third point is vipaka who have not controlled by the results of the action and next is the paramusta not develop or by the subconscious motivation so god how we know who is the god first point who have no problems second is who have who is not bound to do any action nobody forces him oh you do this you do that but we people have lots of problems and we are bound to work and who is not suffering by the result of the action or not enjoying the actions the result of the action so if we see this verse it is very clear that god is above this material life and he is the divine because he is the controller he is not controlled by anyone and we people we are the controlled by the nature we are controlled by our mind we are controlled by the material world that in yoga we call the maya it is the external energy of the god first god test us if we want to be happy if we want to be free from this material suffering we have to take the path of yoga we have to accept the journey of yoga and slowly slowly will reduce will cut down all the impurity all the problems uh, developed by this material body by this mind by the nature and slowly slowly we go towards the divinity like if i want to become a businessman if you want to uh, become a rich man i have to learn how to do the business how to become the rich so likewise if i want to go towards the god i have to learn what are the different paths how i can go towards the god if we not learn we cannot go so yoga is a study of learning how to go towards the divinity how to become pure without purity we cannot go towards the divine god because god is pure and god is completely free from all the negativities for example we have the desire we have the greed we have the anger but god not have so if you want to go towards him we have to free from all these kind of negativities so in yoga we call sadaripu c 
six impurities. One is karma. Karma means the desire, or we call the lust. Krodha, anger. Mother, attachment. Moha, matsarya. So there are many, many negativities, or we call the enemies inside our this life. So we have to free from all these enemies and then we can practice yoga very nicely and we can come to the God. So that, that's why there is a different path we call bhakti yoga, the path of devotion. So Patanjali mentioned here, there is a very simple way to realize ourselves that I am the soul by, by surrendering to the Ishwara or the God. And how is that Ishwara who is free from all the problems, who, are, who is not bound to do any action and who is not attached with the result of the action, who is free from all this material suffering, who is very higher than us, and we are the Purusa, and he is the Vishesa Purusa. We are the simple soul, individual soul, and Ishwara or the God is the supreme soul. And he is very Vishesa, he is very unique. We are the, for example, there are many human in this world, but somebody like somebody who become very special, so we give respect. So. God is also a soul, but he is very special soul and he is very, very powerful. So, we are the just a replica of the Supreme Soul, but our power is less than the Supreme Soul. But we, we have the same qualities, like God is very pure. So our soul also very pure. God is very loving. We are also very loving. God is very beautiful. We human also very beautiful. God is very intelligent. We are also have the intelligence. God is very powerful, have the strength. We also have the strength. God is very kind and compassion. We are also feeling the kindness and compassion. So if we see, we all have the same qualities, but our the quantity is less and his quantity is higher. So, but if we connect with him, for example, the small source, if connect with the bigger source, it can get the same energy and it can become more bigger. So it is a journey in yoga, it is a journey of the individual soul to unite or to connect with the super soul. So this is a very beautiful journey. It's take time, step by step. It depends on our intention, how we intensify our journey. <coughs> Sorry. If we are we have the burning fire, if we have the very desire is burning, the one in yoga it is called mumukshatva, 
to achieve the salvation, we have the very big intention, big desire. We, we cannot live without the salvation. If that kind of burning desire within us, then our goal will achieve very soon. So it depends in which level we are. We are in the beginning state or intermediate state or in advanced state. So let us, where we are, let's keep moving. So in yoga we call charayvati, charayvati. Let's move forward and forward, not remain in one place like the water in the pond, not become the water in the pond, flow within a river. Just keep going, keep forward moving, keep moving. And one day will come, our practice will be end and we'll achieve the supreme soul. We can realize our human nature. Just keep practicing. Thank you very much. Namaste. Thank you so much, Pradeep. That was a wonderful presentation. Um, very meaningful. Uh, the, the practices, with the three practices, what would be like, how would we know if we're practicing like less in the middle or, or we're going like intense? How do we, how do we know the difference? Like I would say more comparable to like the Western world because we all have jobs and we're all trying to take care of a family or something like that. We haven't really devoted completely ourselves here. Um, so what, what would be the three stages? What would that look like? Very simple. If you have the guru, then he can give you the, the level and he can advise you how is your practice because the student cannot judge himself the guru will judge him. But yes, uh, if you have no guru, you can judge by this way. Uh, it's my personal experience, I'm just telling, how much your senses is controlled. If you think your senses is not controlled, even 10%, it means we are in beginner state. But if you think your senses is controlled, then you you feeling your sense is 50-60% control, so it means you are advancing to the intermediate. Mm. And if you are completely controlled, it means you are in advanced state. So you are very, very close to the to the yoga journey. Oh nice. So senses, yeah. Our senses is the is the we can say it is the um, messenger of our mind. And our mind always play the game. So you control the senses, automatically your mind will be controlled. And if your mind is controlled, your intelligence, your wisdom will come. And by wisdom, you can realize your soul. You know what I thought was interesting? Um, that when, we, when you talked about consumption at the beginning, it's almost like our diet, like what when we say diet we think mainly just food but also when we say diet it can also be what we're listening to like you said um what we're actually hearing from people so from who we're surrounding ourselves from what we're watching like you said on tv 
and and um like all of this is kind of a, a diet what we're ingesting into our body and i noticed when i first started practicing yoga what i was listening to in music wise it started to change and i started really thinking about yeah what is actually going inside me like when i'm listening to this music i mean i was rebellious in my 20s and would listen to really um some really hard stuff um which i think was needed at the time but for me to go back to it now it's kind of like what am i putting into my body when i'm listening to this and it, it is like most of it is kind of negative and do i want to be consuming this negativity and then same with tv and i find now if i do sit down and maybe watch a show or something um with my wife we we tend to find something that's just more funny or you know what i mean nothing that's too serious we can do it it's really lighthearted and it's something that we won't take seriously or we're taking in maybe a lesson or something from a, a show maybe some documentaries or something like that but um yeah it i noticed that when i reflect i did slowly start generating this idea of what am i consuming um without being told and i think that's kind of neat how yoga just kind of naturally starts teaching you these things and then to hear from you the teacher that hey this is this is part of the practice it's it's kind of neat to see that evolve yeah last time i told you the five points you remember a b c d yeah. and like that yeah. so that you follow and i hope uh, everybody everybody need that kind of knowledge you know to improve our yoga life first we need good association because this is very very important if you have good association sometimes if you forget your goal or if you for, if you driven by your mind to the negativities they will bring you back right right so association is very very and especially in this time in this busy life we need someone to little bit pinch us sometimes bring us back from from the negativities otherwise we sometimes knowingly or unknowingly we indulge with um, with the negativities uh, with many you know work we we sometimes we do many works which have no value right <laughs> so if if we have good association they will make us realize hey what you are doing is have no value please come back and if you have a good network you know like in in business world also we can see who have very big network they are more successful yeah so that's if, right if, the, if your association is good association so you are more successful if right. your association is very bad so you you are in path of failure <laughs> so association is very very important i feel um, yoga students they should live with uh, yoga students means those who are yoga lovers they should spend more time with yoga lovers then their practice will be intense you know uh, if you saw someone who is similar to you 
maybe who is uh, younger than you and they are more uh, serious in their practice so it give you some inspiration you feel oh if they can do why not me so association give lots of uh, um, we can say boost our spiritual life right and second is books that is also very i, I love to say all the spiritual master they have they are doing tremendous job by writing the books so it's our duty you know in in yoga we call there is a debt we call acharya runa runa means the debt means we born from our parents so it's our duty to return something so there is a debt towards our guru how we can return to our guru so shastra talking the scripture talking by studying their books right you know it's interesting again when i started yoga or prior to yoga i didn't read and i i just it's not that i couldn't read i just never read i i couldn't even control my mind enough to focus into i would say a couple sentences you know what i mean my mind would wander and then i would have to go back and read again and try to read it over and over and i had a very difficult time with reading so i i never did but after practice bringing yoga in it it developed and i got to this point where i was like reading all the time and i'm continuing to read all the time and i'm and i'm really really enjoying it and it really didn't happen until i started practicing yoga and before then like i would see my doctor and say look at i think i need some pills to try to con- like to control my mind so i can at least read a little bit because i couldn't read but really wanted to and it was just that practicing of yoga that helped me slow the mind down that allowed me to read and get into a book and and then yeah and now i'm diving dive trying to dive into these uh yoga sutras and and reading it and thank you so much for explaining them uh cuz it does take uh the knowledge of someone uh like you to uh help understand cuz when you just read it yourself it's it is very i'm finding that i'm reading the same or i'll read like i'll get so far into a sutra then i got to go back and reflect on a couple other sutras and go back and try to read it to distinguish what he's kind of talking about but um yeah thank you so much anyways this is great pradeep we look forward to uh continuing this on next week and um have a wonderful day thank you thank you very much for inviting me see you next week have a nice day